Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be difficult and toxic women. Well, I've got an email here. This is from a guy. He says he's been through my audiobook, the How to Be a 3% Man audiobook. He's been through it twice. And so he wrote in saying, hey, how do I save things going sideways with my dream woman? So obviously he's pretty new. Not obviously, hasn't read the book 10 to 15 times like he should, How to Be a 3% Man. And if you're new, relatively new, maybe this is the first video of mine you've seen, you can read my book, How to Be a 3% Man, as well as my second book, Mastering Yourself, by going to my website that's understandingrelationships.com. And that's relationships with an S. And if you just subscribe to the email newsletter, you'll get a link and you can start reading right now. And if you want to get a hardcover paperback, obviously you can get them on Amazon.com and also you can get the audiobook. So obviously this guy's making some mistakes here, but because we all tend to project our fantasy of what we want onto the other person, especially somebody that's new to my work and is trying to learn the fundamentals and trying to apply these things and get good with it, we oftentimes look past a lot of red flags that are there because we really like the person. Because let's face it. You, every day of our lives, we're not meeting a new best friend. Every day of our lives, we're not meeting the ultimate woman. I mean, it, if you're watching this and you're like most human beings, it's not very often that you find guys that you want to hang out with and you really enjoy hanging out with and you have similar goals and similar values. It's the same thing with women. I mean, you want a woman obviously that you find really attractive, who finds you attractive, who you have similar goals, similar values with, and you genuinely enjoy hanging out with there and the thing is is like when you're single you want to meet somebody and when you meet somebody that seems really good at first and you're really attractive and you start having good sex and things are going well you get into la la land and your your emotions start to override your judgment and it's only when things go sideways it's only when you get burned it's only when you you get your heart broken that you start to go maybe the approach I've been taking is not really the right approach. And that's often when things go sideways is when people first come to my work. And so this is a good email because obviously the guy, yeah, he's making mistakes, but he's got a woman here that's exhibiting a lot of toxic and manipulative qualities that really he shouldn't be putting her so much on a pedestal. So not only was she started displaying red flags, he started doing things that were wrong and just made things worse. And so, you know, the goal here by going through this email is to help point out some things that you want to be aware of so you can spot these kind of behaviors before you're several months down the road and you're all goo gaga and thinking this is the ultimate woman when in reality, you should have just hooked up with her once or twice and moved on. And I know it's hard because Again, we're not going to connect and jive with every single woman that we meet that's cute and attractive and has a nice body. That's just reality. Anything worth having in life, it's like it seems to come after a long time of trial and error and lots of things don't work out. It's the same thing with career. You might have to go through several jobs. You might have to try several different careers before you find something that you really, truly love and enjoy and the longer you live and the longer you're around for you're going to recognize that that's going to evolve over time that's a lot of a lot of the stuff that i talk about in my second book mastering yourself as i go i I go through my my path in my own career and all the ups and downs and the turns and the 
unexpected things that came along and passions and hobbies that eventually turned into businesses and successful careers for me. Because the only thing that's constant in life is change. Life is change. Growth is optional. So I got a quote that I wrote in this talk and then we're going to go through this dude's email. And the quote says, human beings make buying decisions and romantic decisions based upon emotion and they use logic and reason to justify their choices. Quality people are easygoing, easy to be with, easy to get along with, easy to communicate with, and flexible. It's really super important that you find somebody who is flexible. And that's one of the things I noticed about this guy's email is this woman is not very flexible. She obviously sounds like she's got a few daddy issues and she's kind of pissed off at men and she's used to punishing people when she doesn't get her way. And it's next to impossible to have a healthy relationship with somebody that exhibits those qualities. And it's not your job to fix somebody or mold them into what you want. I mean, part of having an abundance mentality is saying, yeah, she's great or she's got a lot of qualities that I like, but I can fucking do better. With enough time, enough repetition and taking care of myself, eventually I'll come across somebody better. Sometimes in life, you just got to cut people loose. And not only when it comes to your romantic life, but also employers and friends. And sometimes you with family members, if you got toxic family members, as Tony Robbins says, love your family, but choose your peers. You want people that add value to your life. Low quality people are demanding, difficult, manipulative, inflexible, passive aggressive, and are perpetually focused on sandbagging your happiness and success. Good people build you up while toxic people tear you down. And this is really super important. And what you're gonna, you know, so as I'm going through the email, I want you to be on the lookout for this. If you have a low opinion of yourself, then you'll attract toxic people who justify your beliefs. If you have a high opinion of yourself, then you simply won't tolerate toxic or abusive people and will actually repel them instead. The best thing you can do for yourself and your self-esteem is to focus on getting to a blissful and happy place first. Then you will attract people into your life who match and mirror your positive perception versus being unhappy and trying to attract people who make you happy. You can't attract happy people who add value to your life without being happy first. The most important relationship you will ever have in life is the relationship that you have with yourself. You got to get to a place where you love and you value and you appreciate yourself. You take care of yourself. You work out. You eat healthy and you want to be the best you for you. And attracting a good quality woman, attracting good quality friends, attracting good quality jobs is a side benefit and side effect of being an awesome human being. Because let's face it, the world is full of people who totally fucking suck. And remember the rules. No drama allowed. Oh, and by the way, these mugs, if you haven't seen these before, you can get these at Teespring, T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com, or you can Google Corey Wayne, or Google Teespring.com, Coach Corey Wayne, if you're so inclined. There is, uh, let's see, we got 3% Club, 
Um, let's see what else. Come on, man. Those are on there. Got shirts, t-shirts. Got nice little baseball caps here. Pretty cool. What do you think? And what I like about these are really, really well made. Again, those are available at Teespring as well, Coach Corey Wayne. So let's go through his email. He says, hi, Coach. I read your book three times, and I listened to your audiobook two times. So he's about five times in. But keep in mind, he's like probably hasn't applied what he's learned with a lot of women yet. And so this is his first one, and obviously he really likes this girl because he took the time to write this detailed email. He says, I am still working on it. Well, 10 to 15 times, dude, because the other thing that 3% man is going to really help you do, it's really super important that you learn the fundamentals and why I say read it 10 to 15 times because it teaches you a new way to think. It teaches you a new mindset, a way to look at things. And what's great about applying what's in the book is it brings out the best and the best right away and it brings out the worst and the worst right away so you can get rid of them. And he just missed the signs that this woman just not really a great, great prospect. <clears throat> he says, I met this girl on Bumble and we dated five times in a month. She had a really high level of traction until our last date two and a half weeks ago. We slept together on the second date. And as I talk about my book, the average woman is going to sleep with you by the second or third date usually. It, that's provided you're following everything in the book and she's obviously really into you. Because if you want it to be easy and effortless, think about it. You want a woman who's like, fuck yeah, I'd love to go out with you. Oh, I'd love to have a date with you. That'd be great. Oh, let's definitely get together. Think about it. When you call your best friend to get there, he's like, yeah, let's do it, man. That'd be great. And then you meet a girl you really like and she's like, oh, I don't know. I got to check my schedule. It's uh, just, it's difficult. Things are so crazy right now. Things are crazy in my life. So busy. What she's really saying is, ah, I really don't want to go out with you. Please don't make me go out with you. Why would you want to spend time with somebody that's like that? So he says, we exchanged texts three to four times the day following our last date. During this date, she first said that she was going to share something with me and be vulnerable. She can very easily let go of people in her life. <laughs> what do you think that means? She can very easily let go of people in her life. That's a threat. That's a subtle threat. I'll cut you fucking loose, motherfucker. If you don't treat me the way I'm going to be treated, if you don't, you don't act the way I expect you to act, you're fucking out of here. Probably really hot. Probably has lots of dudes in her life at this point. And she's basically saying, you better get in line. Remember, no drama allowed. A little later, she said that she understood that I was busy, but that she wasn't happy seeing each other only once a week and not hearing from me in between so if she's getting really upset about that and she's asked about it multiple times as i've talked about many times over the years in videos then maybe once a week you text her out of the blue or you send her an email or you call her unexpectedly or you shoot her an email hey hope you're having a great day just want to let you know i was thinking about you and i can't wait to see you friday night talk to you later 
Something simple like that if she's really asked for it. And also when she says she's not happy seeing each other once. Because the other thing is, as I talk about in the book, is as the weeks go by, especially after you start sleeping together, she, most women, normal, happy, healthy, flexible women that have good relationships with mom and good relationships with their dad and they love their dad, they consider their dad to be their rock, they're going to have an easygoing, flexible attitude. They have, they're happy. They don't take shit personally. They're smiling. They joke around a lot. They just don't take themselves or life too seriously. They don't get butthurt over every little joke or potential sl perceived slight. Women that don't have a good relationship with their father or their father wasn't involved in their life and there's no grandfather or uncle, there's no male influence, they could learn healthy interaction with men and she's not going to trust men and therefore she's going to presuppose that you're doing something to fuck her over or you're eventually going to fuck her over because you're just like all other guys. When you hear a woman say all guys are the same, all men have pea brains, when you hear shit like that, the hairs on the back of your neck should be fucking standing up because that is danger, Will Robinson, danger, eject, eject, eject. Got to pay attention to these things. Just because she's hot and good in bed doesn't mean she's a good girlfriend. He says, to which I reply, you know, this is, so she's, go let's go back a little bit. She says, she understood that I was busy, but that she wasn't happy seeing each other only once a week and not hearing from me in between. To which I replied that I was just busy and that I will start making an effort to reach out to her more. So when she brings that up, she's like, you know what? Well, let's get together. I'll make it up to you. And then you set a date on the spot. Because basically what she's communicating, she'd like to see you more. But the way she goes about it, she goes about it in a mean-spirited, manipulative way, which you'll see here in a second. She texted me two days later, just talking about a video, and I tried setting up a date. She offered Sunday or Monday, and I told her to bring a bottle of wine and come to my place so we can cook dinner on Sunday. She refused and said it was my turn to go to her side of town. So the idea is if she's got a better idea or something more fun to do or exciting, awesome. I like women that actually suggest fun things to do. That's really cool. But she just refused and says, nope, it's your turn to come here. Does that sound like a flexible woman to you? Does that sound like somebody that's easy to get along with and is just happy to spend time with you? Or does that sound like a chick that's already fucking pissed off at you and is trying to punish you passive aggressively? I thought it was a test, so I replied in a funny way saying that all she has to do is to bring your sexy self to my place so we can cook dinner and have a nice time. Remember, you want somebody with a good attitude that's going to joke and laugh and she'll, she'll come over anyways. What did she actually do? She negatively responded and said, we might have to cancel overall. Oh, you're not going to do what I want? Fuck you. I'd say, do you think she had a good relationship with her dad? Do you think she loves her dad, knows how to talk to men, trust men? Sounds like a chick that's kind of jaded and pissed off at men to me. 
and she's going to put you in her place. She negatively responded, we might have to cancel overall, to which I replied that if she can't make it, we'll have to do it some other time. To which she replied, let's just make it some other time. Sounds pretty excited to get together, doesn't she? I don't think so. Fuck that shit. He says, she used to text me at least once every two days, but five days have gone by and I hadn't heard from her. Remember, the whole purpose is to bring out the best and the best right away and the worst and the worst. So we're a few weeks in, they're already sleeping together, and now she's just canceling dates to say, all right, fucker, you won't do what I want? Up yours, you don't get any pussy this week. Difficult, inflexible, passive-aggressive, fuck-off behavior. Remember, so when you tell a woman something, you got to stick to it. And so when, I mean, she just canceled a date just because she's pissed off. You roughed up her ego and she punished you by not letting you see her. When the reality is you were going to give her the greatest gift you can give anybody, which is the gift of your time, which is spending time with her. And she's like, ah, fuck off. You can't see me then. Right there, for me, if this was me and she pulled that crap, I would have never called her again. I would have never made any effort because if you tell a woman to get in touch when her schedule frees up and she wants to see you because it's an attitude adjustment. In other words, we're negotiating here. I want to get together and see you. And she's like, oh, fuck it. I'm canceling the date because you won't come to me. Why would I want to go to go to that? Maybe the date after that, I'll go to her side of town. But I want to see a woman that's flexible. Flexibility is also submissiveness. And she don't sound very flexible and she certainly don't sound very submissive. So five days go by, did he, and this is where he starts to go off the rails. He's not really following the book because he's not an abundance mentality because he's thirsty. He really likes this girl and he just completely ignored what should have been a major red flag and potentially totally disqualifying behavior. Because if you tell her, hey, well, all right, well, just get in touch when you want to get together then or just get in touch when your schedule frees up because you want an attitude adjustment. You're like... She's too difficult. She's fussy. She canceled a date. It's like, I was going to take her out. I was going to make dinner. And she's basically blowing me off. It's like, I'd rather go spend my time with somebody else. And so he does the opposite. He's not congruent with his words. So he says, I called her trying to set up a date. She replied she was busy and would get back to me. But her voice seemed sad. So I called her back in the evening asking her if everything is all right. Never fucking call a woman and ask her, is everything okay? That communicates you're a fucking beta male and you don't understand women and you have no idea what's going on. Five days go by. You hadn't heard from her. She'd canceled a date. You try to set another one. And she's like, nope. Again, she's, this is what she learned in her family. All right, motherfucker, you're going to get it. Imagine being married to a woman like this and having kids. And you didn't take out the garbage when you were supposed to. You didn't get the tires replaced on her car like she had asked a few weeks before. You ain't going to be getting no pussy for months. No bueno. She replied she just had an MRI and some medical tests. That's all. Let's get together and talk about it. I want to hear about it. 
I called her the following day to see if everything was all right, to which she said yes. I then told her to get in touch when her schedule is open because I'd like to take her out. She said she would. You got to give women the opportunity to do what they say they're going to do. Again, because you're also wanting to see, is she choosing me? Is she making an effort to get together? Is she easy to get together with? Or is she a fucking pain in the ass? And so far, all I see is her being a pain in the ass and punishing you because you roughed up her fucking ego. I called her four days later to ask her out, but she said she'll call me back. Remember, you, he just told her for the second time when her schedule's open to get in touch, and he wasn't congruent with that. So now he's displaying more beta male behavior. Called her four days later to ask her out, but she said she'll call me back. She called me back the next day, but her voice sounded angry. Ooh, she's angry. Ooh. I asked her out and she said she was free on Thursday, but I said I had a big presentation on Friday, so we'd be better if we went on on Friday or Saturday or Sunday so I could focus on her. She agreed to Sunday. Seems like everything's going good now, right? Sunday afternoon, she sent me this message. Hey, hope you're having a great weekend. I wanted to reach out to let you know what has been on my mind. I've been enjoying getting to know you, but I don't feel right about continuing to move forward. I'm going to follow my thoughts and cancel today's plans. I appreciate I appreciate the effort and the time we have spent together. I wish you all the best. His problem was he never was congruent with his words. And he started acting like a fucking beta male and over-pursuing. And then she's just, huh. Basically blowing him off and making him feel like it was all his fault. When the reality is she had a fucking shit attitude. And he continues to make mistakes. He says, I called her asking her what's going on and what was on her mind. And again, she said she felt we were not moving forward. There's no friendship or romanticism. We only see each other during the evenings and go for dinner and then hang out at my place. And we do the same dates always. Well, obviously, and I talk about that in in my book, 3% Man, because you should should do different things. You want to be mysterious and unpredictable. But notice how she's trying to blame everything on you like it's all your fault and you did all the fucking up and she's just the most perfect, awesome woman in the world. You just totally screwed it up with her. And that's that's just shit behavior. That's narcissistic type of behavior. We only see each other during... Remember, he's tried several occasions to make dates with her and she's canceled twice and blown him off like he's dirt. And then she has the... She's gaslighting his ass by saying that we only see each other during the evenings. And we go to dinner and hang at my place. Same dates always. She feels like I don't feel the need to get in touch. Now keep in mind, see see how dishonest that is? She feels like I don't feel the need to get in touch. Even though he's called her three or four times and she hasn't reached out to him at all. He's doing all the pursuing at this point, and yet she says, you're not getting in touch enough. Totally gaslighting his ass. Fuck her, dude. I, I said that based on my previous relationships, and now he's going into logic and reason. I said that based on my previous relationships, I started giving more space in my relationships. That she was the first girl that actually wants the opposite. And then I would be willing to work on our relationship. Like, dude, you went on five dates. You don't have a relationship. You hooked up a couple of times. 
part of the problem. You don't know the material and you haven't, you don't have any other women in your life that you're practicing on. I said, I appreciate her sharing her thoughts and making things more clear. We agreed to talk again during the week. What should I do or say? I really like this girl and I admit I haven't been 100% myself and tried to sometimes act more busy than I am. Dude, you shouldn't do anything. She has to earn you as well, bro. And she ain't doing shit to earn your ass. She's doing everything she can to make it feel like the relationship didn't go anywhere because it's all your fault. When in reality, she's the asshole that canceled your date the last minute for no reason. Twice. And then she has the gall to tell you you didn't contact her enough when you had contacted her three or four times over the course of a couple of weeks. And each time, oh, I'm busy. I just don't have time. Passive aggressive, narcissistic, gaslighting fucking behavior. So this is what her family's like. They manipulate each other. They punish each other when they don't get their way. And then on top of that, they're going to make you feel like it was all your fault. I mean, yeah, I pointed out the things where you fucked up, but she's just a fucking turd blossom, my friend. (laughs) It's just the way it is. I also tried to not always be available to create more attraction. And I have to admit, I became a little complacent after the third date because she had a high level of attraction. Well, the reality is, dude, she... She weeded herself out. You brought out the worst and the worst. She's a low-quality prospect. No bueno. She fucked up. What I would do from this point forward is nothing. If she reaches out, invite her to your place to make dinner together, hang out, have fun, hook up. If she won't come to your place, then just say, all right, well, just I, you should go check out Seven Principles to Get an X Back, which is an article I did several years ago, and follow those principles because you're that's the situation that you're in at this point you want to see somebody that's flexible and you're willing to give her another chance to earn another opportunity with you but she's got to demonstrate flexibility and a good attitude by being excited to come over and spend time with you not breaking your balls and making you feel like shit so she can stroke her ego and then just toss you aside because you roughed up her ego so if, if she comes over the next three dates in a row and you hang out, you have fun and you hook up, great. Then you can take her out and you can pick her up. But you got to let her do all the calling, texting and pursuing from this point, at least for the next three dates. And at this point with her attitude and the way things have gone, I would say it's just, you know, you're done. You're done with this. She had her chance and she fucked it up. And it is what it is, man. It's like the part of the problem is, is that you projected your high level of attraction onto her and demonstrated some weakness and you didn't have any other options. And I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to fuck up when you're learning and that's okay. So don't beat yourself up over this girl. It's just simply ain't fucking worth it. She's a low quality prospect. And you should look at this and say, these things are actually working. Where you went wrong is you started ignoring the red flags and then when she started demonstrating the bad behavior you're like you just fucking tossed my book right out the fucking window and went went into over pursuit mode which caused her attraction to drop even more and on top of that for all your troubles she makes you feel like it was all your fault when the reality is you're the guy calling her trying to set dates 
and she's the one jerking you around. She's the one canceling dates for no other reason than she's pissed off at you, and she's going to teach you a lesson. You don't date women like this. These are the kind of women you fuck a few times, and then you blow off, and you keep on moving because they're just not worth your time. Now, it's totally possible that her attitude changes when you haven't talked in a few weeks and she reaches out. But again, she's got to come to you for the next three dates in a row. And if she's willing to do that and you hang out and you have fun and you hook up all three dates in a row at your place, making dinner together, if she starts complaining that you don't do anything else, just say, hey, you know, quite frankly, I'm giving you another shot here. I didn't, I, we made two dates and you canceled them for no other reason than you were pissed off at me. And you're trying to punish me. And that's manipulative. That's gaslighting me. That's passive aggressive behavior. And I don't appreciate that. And that shit don't work for me. I like you. We have good sexual chemistry. We have fun together. But I'm just not down with that. You got to be nice to me. I like nice girls. I want a girl that I can take home to mom. Not a girl that I got to hide from mom. I don't want to bring home a girl that my mom's going to go, that chick's a fucking asshole. What do you do with her? Fucking kick her to the curb. I want to take a girl home and my mom go, oh, I love her. When are you going to put a ring on that finger? That's what I want to see. That's the kind of girl you want. And she's displayed zero, zero things, zero qualities that communicate that she's a good catch. Definitely something to think about. But, dude, you're making progress. You hooked up with a hot girl. You learn a few lessons the hard way, obviously. Just keep moving forward. But, again, you've got to have flexibility you got to have a woman with a good attitude. All the things I talked about in the beginning of the video. So, I mean, the reality is if you take a step back and look at it from a 50,000-foot level, it's like you just kind of saved yourself a whole hell of a lot of trouble and you found out right away that she just, even though she might be hot, she ain't a good quality prospect. And you should be moving on and don't beat yourself up because, quite frankly, she ain't fucking worth it. So if you've got a situation that you're in, whether it's personal or professional, and you'd like to get my help, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website, understandingrelationships.com, and you can book a coaching session with yours truly. And until then, remember, no drama allowed. Again, teespring.com if you're interested in these mugs. Got several other kinds. Just Google Coach Corey Wayne, teespring.com, and you will find them. And until then, I will talk to you soon.